All right, we back at it again. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Episode 215. How was y'all week? Dizzle? Shit, man. <laughs> I was working, man. I was out here this weekend trying to get this Vegas money up, man. I had uh, <laughs> two weddings. I had a joint on Friday and a joint on Saturday. And um, she was lit, man. She was pretty cool. I will say this, man. When you're doing gigs for for certain white folks that got a little bit of extra bread, they rack you out, man. Yeah. So they ended up um, tipping me. Like, between both of them, I got a, a $300 combined dollar tip between yes, both sir. of them. Yes, sir. Hey, man. You know, I know some DJs who don't feel comfortable you know what I'm saying, DJing outside of their race, man. And I tell people, man, you know the only color that matters is green, right? Fact, though. If you a yeah. DJ, you can rock it, man. Go and get that bag. Look, yeah. man, this it's going to my topic, though, bro. I, I, Are we I jumping it. into it? We got to. Y'all, go y'all ahead. Go about your week. What, what happened with you, Killer? What was your week? No, no, like? no. This is an easy segue. Easy segue. Man. Let's hear it. You know, so, honestly, I've been dying to hear this, dog. I have too. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing crazy. But y'all, oh, y'all seen it's the footage. It's Dizzle. It's got to be crazy. <laughs> it's not crazy, man. I promise. But y'all seen the footage, man. And I, I talked to my just because it was something on my mind, but it was an all-white wedding on Friday. I get there, and I know it's going to be an all-white wedding. The husband is a police officer, so there's a lot of police officers in attendance. All cool people. Say what? Twelve. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) All cool people. You know, there was good vibes. But, you know, as a black person in white settings, I I don't know if y'all do this, but I count the black people. You know what I'm saying? Me and my wife have these conversations, like, you know, I might be the only black one there, so when I see a fellow brethren come in, you know, give them the head nod just to acknowledge that we are in attendance. You know what I mean? But it was literally me and one other black dude that was there. Um, one of the bridesmaids was black, but that was it. That was it. So about a hundred folks, three, three black folks, the rest of them white. All, like I said, all good vibes. Saturday rolled around. The, I knew this one was going to be all white because I knew the folks. But then the playlist that they told me to get ready is a radio station I've never heard of, bruh. And he said he wanted to hear the oldies and he wanted to hear country. Kill I was him. like, I'm like, bruh, I'm going to have to do my homework on this. I went to the, <laughs> to the radio station that he wanted to hear and it was nothing that I've ever heard before, boy. But um, I did that mm-hmm. joint and the only other black person that was there was a photographer. <laughs> so it was it was me and just one other worker that was that was there. So my question I want to ask y'all and Killer, we can start with you because you're you're a DJ, so I know you've been in these situations. But yeah. do you feel more cautious going to the all white events where you know you're gonna be the only person of color there, or these hood booger spots like where you know might get shot up? Right. Which, which situation are you more cautious? I'm definitely more cautious in the hood having a white mother. So, <laughs> so uh, I, what, what you feeling? I've been feeling for 38 years, young man. So, so, nah, <laughs> nah like, so my, my weekend coming, I have Mason, Ohio Friday, Westchesterville, I mean, Westerville Saturday. Like, know for a fact that the Saturday joint is what you just talked about. 
Now, when when I have those like settings where I'm the only black person, or it's like one other two, like like when you said that, that made me laugh. My last gig, I had the black dude walks in. I'm like, bet it's at least one other. I could throw in this Luther or this Earth, Wind, and Fire, and you know it'll fit. At least one dinner. person will know. Yeah, it'll fit there in dinner just fine, and I give him a shout out. We give our our head nod, shout out to each other, and that'll be that. But as he walks in, I can tell, oh man, he's a flamboyant. You know, he he that friend, so that's why he yeah. he brought the energy that would have all the other people shook. Like he. He started off the party. He got the dancing going. Like, he was that guy. And I could tell why the bride made sure he wasn't invited. Like, that was her homie. Yeah. But, but like, most situations, I literally, I thrive off of those because I enjoy the fact that I can rock those. And I know that fourth hour when everybody drunk, everybody have, ha- having their time, somebody going to walk over. And they're going to be cordial and say you did a great job. What they're really saying is, nigga, I had no idea you was going to pull that off. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that, man. I had no idea that you was going to be able to play, you know, this country all night and this, you know, old school, what I would call, like, righteous brothers, you know, like, oh, just old school stuff. Like, like I thrive off of those. Those those give me the energy and those give me the the confirmation because I put in the time to – now that like I might put in the time that week, but I'm, I'm gonna put in the time to go over my top forty. I'm gonna put in the time to make sure, you know, I got I got a Phil Collins joint on deck. I gotta, you know, I go through some of my some of my peoples that I know. No matter what, I, I can play this, and they're gonna know it. You know what I'm saying? So like, I was fortunate enough to grow up again. I'm a, I'm a huge radio dude. Like I Michael love Michael McDonald. Radio. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know who that is. <laughs> what? You you know Michael McDonald when you hear him, man. He the, I don't know. He, he was uh, know Sam McDonald. Smith before Sam Smith. He was the first right. white dude to soul. You, you'll know if you I'm heard talking him, talking about man. John B. I don't know John B. <laughs> yeah, he, he was, yeah, John B. got them Jones, too. But no, nah, for me, man, I attack it from a different situation, man. Much like you. You know what I'm saying? When I go to places and I'm the only black person there, I count like, okay, so it's me and her, me and him. But I get that. I get that. uh, Especially last summer when the world was still open, uh, we had that retreat for work out in Portland. And it was a two-day retreat, man. And I could count on one hand how many black folks was there. And this is... At the whole retreat? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. God damn. It was me... Mine, let's go ahead and subtract me and Faith. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I would think one, two, three. Off the top of my head, I can only remember about four other black people that was there. Not like people from record labels, but like just people in Alpha Media itself. So, right. you know, you sit in those rooms and, you know what I'm saying, people ask you certain questions and, you know what I'm saying, Killer, you know how I get sometimes. Like, like I get agitated when I'm asked these type of questions that I think are only asked because I am the black person in the room. So, right. you know, I, I, I always answer. I answer, but I always put them on check, too, in the nicest way possible. Like, So what do you think about this? What do you think about this? This, like, random shit. And this is like, man, I don't I don't feel like you asking me that as a person. I feel like you asking me that as a black man. And since I'm about to speak for every black person in America, I'm going to give you my, my truth. 
And you right. know what I'm saying? To the wife's wife's credit, she's like, well, you know, sometimes they might just be asking you because you're there. <laughs> and me, me being me, me being petty cab, I don't see it that way. I always yeah. see it my way. And that is one yeah. of my many character flaws, man. But shoot, think about it, Dizzle. I actually work at the radio station. <laughs> uh... I mean, the street team, we loaded. <laughs> y'all deep. Y'all deep double EP. We loaded, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is... Hooper is the minority in that situation. Right, right. <laughs> he's, not even on, he's not even technically on there. He just rock with us like that. Yeah. So, I mean, but, like, out of the full-time employees, it's just two people. I'm at work this week, and I hear Hooper midday. I almost lost. I said, Is that yeah, man. covering down? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was talking to my brother because, you know, on the way back, I was thinking like, yo, that the vibes was cool. You know what I'm saying? And this was like, I said, bro, Trump country. I'm talking about when I'm driving there, it's all back roads. I'm looking. You can't help but just see all the big ass Trump. They made even banners, bro. They made big ass sheets (laughs) on the side of their house. (laughs) And I'm like, yo, there's another one. Then back to back, boom, boom, boom. And I almost, when I got to the spot, it's on this back road. I had to cut off and kind of drive in just this makeshift road. And it was like, no trespassing, no trespassing. And I'm literally <laughs> like, yo, I might not, I might just turn around right now because this is not the place I'm trying to trespass. You feel yeah, me? Like, right. I ended up well, seeing the the groom on my way in, and and that fuck that helped me out because I wasn't about to go in that bitch without calling him <laughs> and getting in contact. One of my Getting biggest out. flaws. One of my biggest flaws when I'm in those situations is I have two. One, I get real polite, and when my wife like she like she says I overdo my politeness, but I get real polite because I don't want no problems. I don't want you to you know I don't want you to think Killer Kev is gonna ruin your night. So you know like <laughs> that that Killer Kev sometimes like I try to I try to be DJK at those events, but. <laughs> Sometimes the bride and groom do their research and they be having Killer Kev on the flyer or on the little program or whatever. So to each his own. But but th- that is I get too polite. And then my second thing I do is I constantly feel like I need to play white music versus playing good music. So like mm. I struggle with like it's okay to play, you know, Usher, yeah, yeah, or like just songs that you know universally, no matter where that white person went or did in their life. They know they, that joint. Yeah, yeah they rock, hot, they hot in here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Bruno. I, I struggle with, like, keeping the night for super sure. pop, super country, super super white, per se, and then, like, I don't even play the urban songs that they would know, per se. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I try to mix that. I try to be, get better at playing universally good songs and not thinking that just because they white crowd they don't fuck with black people. They don't know, yeah. Some of them know. Yeah. Some of them know. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our culture is dominant, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially hip-hop culture, you know what I'm saying? It's universal, man. People love this shit. White, yeah, yeah. black, purple. But uh, as for my week, man, like y'all fellas know, man, I went home to the 216 again to check out my moms and my grandma yeah. and the in-laws and the nephew. Had a good time up there. Actually got up with one of my best friends, Damon. Shouts out to the OG. And he hit me to some to some drink. Uh-oh. Y'all hip to this, John? I read about it. I ain't dropping the ticket What the fuck for it. is that? I ain't dropping the ticket for it, but I read about it. Yeah. What the fuck is that? That's, how, that's some Asian shit? What is that? It's that, this, that Look at you, nigga. Asian, your Asian mind is wild right now, dude. <laughs> right, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> 
Asians and tequila? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, man, the homie hit me to this a while back. So uh, when I was in the city, I asked him where to get it from. Shouts out to Giant Eagle. I went and got me a got me a bottle. Uh, do we care to guess how much I paid for this bottle? Eighty. Hell nah, up upwards of like one fifty. Killer, you are the winner. This shit was one forty five. Yeah, because bottle. So wait, wait, what is that though? It's tequila. What's it called? Azul, nigga. Costa oh, Azul, nigga. This so is tw- $27.99. <laughs> and this is banging tequila. <laughs> now, I will say, I will say this shit is smooth, but uh, this is not shot tequila, though. This yeah. is this is put a cube in it. As y'all can see, the cube is already melted, and you sip this bad boy. This is not for shot taking, boy, because, uh, you know, me and the wifey took a half a shot at the telly when we first got it. And that's when we found out this was not for shots. Damn, so was in that bitch. Was in that bitch bent. And <laughs> what's up? What's another pair for this. What's up? I, ha- I have uh, when I when I DJed on the Royal Caribbean cruise, I took the time to uh, do a tequila excursion. Okay. And and learn the history of my favorite drink. So I was out there doing that, learn about that. And one thing I would say is one way to test your tequila and see how like quality it is they they do it similar to wine they put it in a wine glass and you like twist it up in the wine glass kind of hold it at an angle and watch the 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 tears on the side of the cup fall back into the tequila and and the pace of those tears if they fall back fast or fall back slow the slower they fall back the better your tequila is so i had mm, a okay. cu- couple couple you know take school and buy some uh, expensive tequila while I was there. But my my coworkers and I, we have been hard on this tequila, this uh, quarantine and then this hey. pandemic life. So we've been finding and trying to bring the bells. And I asked, I asked my guru at work. I was like, "What's this big like white bottle of tequila?" And she said, "That Azul." She like, "I've had the 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 cheaper one. I ain't had the real expensive one." She like, "That's that's on my to do list." She was like, but it wasn't all that. It was okay. She was like, I heard, but I heard the expensive one is jumping. So this shit like, hitting. This shit yeah. like, like you know, normally you take tequila shots, like, but I've never had to. I mean, I gotta sip this. This is not for no, no shots, yeah. bro. So, uh, so another thing that happened while I was in the two one six, on our way back, you know, they've been having them Trump rallies and those Trump brigades and the Trump boat parties. Yeah, we saw one on the highway. Oh, they shut the highway down. Them niggas was zooming up. They were zooming up. Uh, probably seventy-five. No, seventy-one. They were going seventy-one north as we were going seventy-one south to come back. Like at least for like three miles, dog. And like they was getting off on this exit. You could see their flags. Like they had the like you said. They made flags. They made banners. Them is big ass sheets. Sheets and cakes, <laughs> bruh. With, with Trump, make America great, keep America great, all that shit, man. So that, that was my week, man. I, I bought an yeah. expensive-ass bottle of tequila, hung out with the fam, and saw a lot of Trump action. What about y'all boys? Well, my week was slow motion. Well, mine is the worst. I worked uh, 14 straight days. 
Mm. So I was uh, looking forward to the weekend, literally the weekend. I don't think I got out of bed other than the answer the DoorDash and the piss. Um, <laughs> I was super, super, like, just relaxed and laid out. And then I was getting ready. I have my busy week is coming this week. This is pretty much my last wedding weeks of 2020. I got a, I got a couple small things in November. I'm doing a couple secret location killer vibes coming up. So hey. a couple of, my, couple of my, my personal things going on. But as far as uh, weddings and all that, about to wrap up this weekend. I got one more in December. But uh, I was just kind of, you know, enjoying a quiet week. Uh, my dude's in town, so I caught up with him and uh, pawned the kids off to my mom yesterday so I can watch some football in peace. So <laughs> I was slow That ain't turned out too well for y'all. No, nah, I mean, I, I just watch Red Zone. <laughs> <laughs> Red Zone is much more exciting. Move. Much more exciting. <laughs> I got uh, birthday vibes coming up, man. Friday. Friday to be. Oh! Uh, oh. What, 2-8? Am I 28? Yeah, 28, I think. Yeah, 28. I'll be having to do the math. Nah, man, it's, it's, it's getting <laughs> to that point. It took a while. <laughs> but yeah, man, no plans. I actually work Friday. I'm off Saturday, so I might drink a little bit, you know, but nothing crazy. Definitely not having folks over. Probably not going anywhere. Nah, you, man, I think we're not having we, we, people over. It, it, yeah, it's Monday. It's, it's Monday. It's early. It's early. You're it's right. Early. I think I'm going to chill, man. I don't remember the last time I did Thursday something night, crazy Friday, for my birthday. It's going to get crazy. It's going to get lit. Not at all, bro. <laughs> Um, Plus, I'm trying to save. I'm trying to save for Vegas, Vegas, man. Vegas is at the end of the month. I got one more wedding before Vegas. So you got three hundred dollars in tips. You could take a hundred of that and get some drink. That three hundred. Chilling. That'll make that Asian persuasion night amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Yeah, man. But I got I got one more gig before we go, and I'm gonna be stacked up enough to be actually gambling and not tripping if I lose something. That's what's up. That's what's up. Speaking of that, man. Speaking of Friday, man. Your boy is leaving the house on Friday. I'm Uh-oh. gonna venture outside of the house, outside of work. Oh, Dizzle, Virgin Mobile. Uh, it happened. Yeah. Gotta right. wait. Right. Oh, he's back. Virgin hey. Mobile. Hey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this shit just cut off, man. <laughs> Oh my goodness, man! We leaving all that shit in there. Fuck an edit. I, I ain't gonna let you drink alone, Kev. I'm gonna hey. one up too, man. Mine only costs twenty seven, though. But hey. <laughs> I'm about to get that um the rock shit next, though. That terra, that terra mana, whatever it's called. Whatever the fuck it's called. Dizzle, you back? Mm mm. Ain't back. <laughs> I see the the the. Picture. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear him, Killer? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think I'm good. So, like I said, man, your boy is leaving the house. I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna go to Top Golf on Friday. Hey! Now I heard that's an expensive. It's, a, it's, it's not bad. Cam got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't did a remote in like five months, nigga. <laughs> so, uh. Yeah, no, but it's, uh, you know, it's I, a classic. Like if you by yourself or, or with your lady, you, you know you having a good time. You you might drop the hundred, the one fifty. You know that's that's drinks, food. They got amazing food, amazing drinks. You know, 
I'm a, I'm a top guy expert. I got the card in my wallet. So I'm saying. Yeah, we we um, trying to keep that. We trying to keep that this uh excursion to eighty bucks. <laughs> right. Nah, <laughs> yeah, you can. Trying to keep this to eighty bucks, but like you know, the brick celebration is like me leaving the house. Like, yeah, yeah. I would say me going to my uh homeboy's house, a game on Friday night. That was a big deal for me. Mm. Uh, me going to Top Golf is another big deal for me. Yeah. me. So you know what I'm saying? I, I take the Rona uh, pretty serious, and like I really haven't done anything. Like I can count on my hands about how many things I've done. I've gone to Dizzle's uh, home uh, warming party. Yeah. Uh, went to my guy's house to watch the game. I'm gonna do Top Golf. Other than that, I don't think I've been nowhere where there's been people. So. Hopefully my anxiety doesn't kick in on Friday and I end up having a panic attack and going to sit in the car. Uh, so Top Golf is like outside though, ain't it? And, yeah, and you got your own little section. So it's outside, halfway inside, halfway outside, and apparently like they got every other booth type of style. So that's why they suggest you booking a booth or whatever instead of just like showing up. Because last time I went down there, we just showed up and we was like right on top of people, kind of like this, basically. Bowling, with yeah. golf. Mm, okay. but they like got shit spaced out because the wifey, she's uh actually she's a real good bowler and she was like, well maybe we can go bowling or whatever and I was like, nah, I'm not being in no enclosed place, bowling yeah. and like I could I was <laughs> like like you know when you bowl you know you get the nasty ass pizza you get uh the expensive ass beer you have a good time you say you only gonna play two games you end up playing four you be there that two hours. Good. You how yeah, you just gonna skip over that? Capri, that good Capri, Capri got some of the best food in town. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck y'all niggas eat that. <laughs> more, the more these, the more these that you have, the better the food is. How about that? Facts. Nah, that piece of good, boy. That with the Huber, you already know that's spot jumping. <laughs> that's spot jumping with them. Yeah, I could, I couldn't do no doors. I don't think they're doing nothing extra to the balls. Like, they're not cleaning out them bitches. You got your fingers in yeah. it, and then you go on, lick your fingers from the pizza sauce. Like, it's a you, that's that's a hot spot. You got you, you to gotta look at the quality of most bowling alley staff, man. Come on, man. Y'all know it's not going down. Yeah. It's almost sanitary tip. <laughs> uh-uh. I'm going to be in that bitch with a mask, with fucking disinfectant spray. Yeah, I can't last, do it. So, so we're going to top it off. Clean bowling alley. Never 30. <laughs> Never 30, nigga. So, we had some major event last week. The V. Now, Dizzle, you was heavy and locked in on the presidential debate. How were you locked in on this VP debate? This shit was boring. This shit was What? Boring. This now, shit I was, was like, pity. Nah, man. If it wasn't for the fly, this shit was boring. <laughs> I ain't like a... Uh... I ain't like Kamala Harris with her. I'm speaking. I'm speaking. I'm speaking. She could have said something else. You know what I mean? Remind, reminded you of your real life too much? Uh, <laughs> nah, man. She, <laughs> she could have at least stood up for herself a little bit more than just that I'm speaking. You know, don't stop it. Like, I'll be watching the ESPN debates and them niggas be yelling, talking over each other. You just got to learn to just talk over the nigga. Don't stop right. your statement. Let him get his off and then just keep trying to say, I'm speaking, I'm speaking. But she's like, battling something that, you know what I'm saying, you and I don't have to battle. Because especially for women of color, when they do show that they're strong and they do speak up for themselves, they automatically deemed as the angry black woman. And that's, you know what I'm saying, something that she's got to fight 
in this presidential race. Like, you know, I seen the shit coming out, you know, uh, when I watched the recap or whatever, you know, Megan Kelly and like she needs to know her place. Like what? What is her place? Like, right. you know, you got you even got women saying that she needed to know her place. Like, I, I don't even get that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was raised by a strong black woman, so I don't I don't get that whole women know their place. Whatever, I think she did a great job. As she really never talked policy, they any debate, but like I didn't like lumping uh, Breonna Taylor and George Floyd into the same sentence. Those are two separate incidents that deserve yeah. two different talking points. So I I felt the type of way when she talked about that. What about you, Killer? Yeah, I watched most of uh, that debate on the highlight reel. Um, that and Twitter, and then of course I watched Saturday Night Live to get all my information about the debate. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty dope, Bill Burr. Shout out to Bill Burr. Nah, um, <laughs> that shit was dope. Um, the parts that I checked in on, like, I kind of felt like that. Like, I, I, I wasn't really. They get they get so off topic, and they get yeah. like like you you ask them about you know. You think about game six, you know, LeBron and and Jimmy, and they start talking about Tiger and, and you know, <laughs> nothing on the topic. So, like, I, I just get tired of, like, I'm not – I've never been, like, throughout my life, I've ducked and dodged any type of uh, debating. I, I ducked and dodged any type of, like, what they call it, mock trial, like, like – a lot of my friends did all that stuff in school. I was like, "No, nah, I catch all after all that's over with." Like, I'm that's just never been me because I I love talking facts, but I hate I hate the like the game that has to be played with some of these things, and it's like it it, it becomes so much more than what is than, than what it than what it, than what I want it to be. You know what I'm right. <laughs> so, so so what did y'all think when fuck that we we get to the fly in a minute? Did you notice? <laughs> Did you notice this nigga had fucking pink eye? Did yeah. y'all see that shit? He was off that Cali pack. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> he was smoking on something. He was yeah. on that shot smoke pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, that's just oh, that's not how old people look, man. That's just <laughs> it happens like that when you get a little old, you get a little baggy, eyes is red, bloodshot for no reason. That's just mm-hmm. what it is. Okay. Anytime I- Anytime an old person got to, like, actually, like, hold their eyes open the whole conversation, they either yeah. read like that or they are crying immensely for no reason. Like, just tearing up. So, he had – but he did have a little Rona eye. Definitely had a Rona <laughs> eye. All right. So, the reason we all talking about this, man, the hot topic of it was obviously the motherfucking fly, dude. I mean, Yo, the I didn't even see it when it happened. Fly, oh, you didn't? Nah, I think about it then I already turned it off. Oh, you missed it, bro. <laughs> missed it. So the shit happens, and at the time we had our patio door open. So I thought it was a fly on the TV. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I got up, and Shayla like, is that on the TV or is that on his hair? I was like, no, the patio door open. And I get closer, but oh shit. <laughs> that shit just sitting there, and sitting there. and I'm thinking of like all the things like one, <laughs> like if you move a fly bounce leaves. So yeah. he's doing a whole speech and the fly's just staying there. 
And I'm like, two, you don't feel that shit? You don't feel that fly on your head? <laughs> and then three, that shit was on there for over two minutes. That fly is a G. Yeah, that was the most gangster fly. And the first thing I thought of, I have friends that like just look up random shit and like, like the I had a friend that talks about like just the most wildest things, but he has talked about before fly symbolism and like and like what this means and like how it can be like it, it can mean all these different things. But like the first thing I thought of was like, yo, the internet is going to lose their shit. And before I could even like like go go look for it, it was already like spewing out at me. Like you know, what I'm saying Every t- I opened up Twitter and it's like. I see like the alien Snapchat filter with the fly look all big and like, <laughs> I mean it was it was just going everywhere. I saw like, Michael Jordan cry face on the fly like you you know all this happened in like a two hour span. So that became the debate for me was the fly. <laughs> so what's the so what's the fly represent? Do you remember like what what's the background meaning of it? Man, like they they kind of say like it, it it has a like devilish you know like. Kind of like mm-hmm. not not the best of things. I could probably look it up real quick and, and tell you uh, what 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 I read. I don't. Yeah, we I all know what it means. We all know what it means. It means that Pence and Trump is full of shit. They full of shit. Flies is attracted to dead things and shit. Either his eye was dead and he was looking for the eye, or he's full of shit. Fact though, man. Like the memes though, man. Like I saw one. Where it's two flies talking and one fly, yo, give me a hundred bands, I'll do it. It's just like simple <laughs> shit like that. Like, and the, the memes kept coming, man. Like they wouldn't stop. And it was like one of those things where, you know, I'm a very regimented person. I like to do the same things at the same time every day. But I couldn't put my phone down, man. I couldn't put my phone down. I kept finding more memes. Like yeah. I was on IG, I was on Facebook, I was on Twitter. And the uh, they bring up the Obama in. throwback. They was like, "Not my president. My president would never." And they saw that yeah. nigga catching that nigga ninja style with his hand. Huh? Fucking. Did Saturday Night Live? I didn't. I caught the highlights of Bill Burdo. Yeah, like me and the wife are about to watch. We we watch it on Hulu this evening, but. The opening, the opening shot of Saturday Night Live is the debate, and uh, they had Jim Carrey fly in as Biden. <laughs> so that's a, you gotta watch it. It's great. Man, it's great. I I did catch part of Bill Mars uh Bill Mars uh monologue, man. I know he's catching a lot of flat for the monologue and everything like yeah. that. And uh, this is something that we can rap with uh, Tone about whenever we get him back on the pod, man. It's just like the simple fact that, you know, comedians stay under attack nowadays. And for, uh, you know, comedy, everybody's up for it, man. Everybody can get roasted, man. I don't get where people get so sensitive about everything. Like, I don't think these jokes are coming from a bad place. I think a lot of these jokes that comedians, especially... And his monologue was coming from a true place. Like he he took shots at himself for the Me Too yeah. movement. You know, he got yeah. himself in a ton of shit. And right. I mean, I never checked out any of his comedy specials, but a ton of them are on Netflix. I'm about to watch because that shit was hilarious. He took quote unquote shots oh, at yeah. the gay community. 
He took shots yeah. at you know. He took shots at black folks. You know, it, yeah. it's everybody's fair game when it's at, comedy. He took shots at white women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that shit was hilarious. Bill Burr is one of my favorite comedians of all time. Like I've I've been a fan of Bill Burr for probably six or seven years now. Me and my me and my shots of my dude Norm. He wants to get on the podcast bad. We just gotta find the right the right content for him because Norm will give it to you raw. But uh, <laughs> um, he he he's a big like Patrice O'Neill. He's just a big comedy oh. head. So anytime he send me something comedy, I usually check it out and. Over the years, man, we have both grown to like and, and admire Bill Burr's humor because it's one of a kind. So, yeah, gotta check man. him out. So, the NBA Finals are over. The Lakers. I'm gonna smoke. miss our association text. <laughs> the Lakers smoke the Miami Heat in Game Six. But before we get to Game Six, and we get LeBron and the Lakers their props, can we please? Please give Jimmy Butler some love for Game Five. Nah, for the whole for the whole uh, bubble. Yeah, yeah. Cause he he showed up and showed out. I remember having conversations even before this about who we would rather take, Kyle Lowry or Jimmy Butler, and niggas were mm. saying Kyle Lowry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kyle mm. Lowry got the had the chip, got the chip. You know, has that uh, winning experience. Ha- yeah. Has had horrible playoffs, but has also stepped up. Yeah. You know, he was a big part of their success this year, but not uh, hands down. Jimmy has definitely his stock has risen crazy. Yeah. He may be top 15. I don't know if he's top 10 player, but shit, he a franchise player for sure. Yeah, yeah. man. Just based off a of heart alone, you know, I sent out a tweet and I got some pushback. But, you know, ultimately, I think I was proven right that to be perfectly honest, Jimmy equal LeBron in that series. Like, basically, yeah. he negated him. Like, Thanks. they negated each other. And what I mean, we all know that LeBron is a better basketball player than Jimmy Butler. I'm not trying to say that, but Jimmy stepped his game up enough to say, like, all right, everything LeBron is doing, I'm matching that, so we don't count. The guy that I'm guarding don't count because I'm doing exactly what he's doing. So, all y'all other niggas, it's up to yeah. y'all to bring this shit home because everything he's doing, I'm doing as well. And it, the Lakers was just too much. Um, that I knew the Lakers were going to win. I picked the Lakers in five. But once they put in Caruso to start game six, I was like, Rap City, dog. I was like, they about to bring out the ultimate press. Because that's all Caruso there for, to play defense. And he a dog on defense. The exact opposite when I saw that Drogic was going to play. Because mm. there's, no, there's no way that... That foot injury is painful. Like it's Break a painful it foot injury. Well, I, I think it's called. Uh, it's, it's part of the plantar fasciitis group, but it's like one of those one of those muscles in the foot that like you can't really re-injure it, but the the pain you go through while it's injured is excruciating. And for him to like not being able to you know play in arguably the best basketball he was playing of his career and to reach to reach that uh. That that finals, you know, stage and not be able to go, it felt like a little charity goal for him. Like we got to get you out there, but you could tell by I at least I was paying attention when he was walking out. Like he didn't want to do too much with that leg. Like he was, he was running differently. He was pushing off differently. He was 
he was just doing things, like, you know, initially, just probably like the, you know, an Alex Smith type injury. You know, like Alex Smith came in there this week and just kind of, yeah, kind of kept, kept it simple for a few plays. But that to me hurt them more than helped because you gotta, you can't come four and a half versus five dudes and, and they had a laser like focus that we haven't yeah. seen in this playoffs. So I knew hungry. it was a wrap early. They was hungry, man. So, the Lakers are the champs. LeBron is the four-time champ. Dizzle, you have the floor. <laughs> we need one more. I'm thinking about next year, man. Shout-outs to LeBron. Shout-outs to the Lakers. Uh, I couldn't take no game seven. <laughs> I barely was able to watch this one. I saw they was about to, they was blowing them out early, so I was cool. You know what I'm saying? It got to, what, like almost a 30-point lead at one no, point? No, it did get to a 30-point lead. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, y'all just got to hold tight. You know what I'm saying? Nothing crazy. But, you know, LeBron did what he was supposed to do. He was supposed to show up. He was supposed to get his folks involved and score and score when he needed to. And that, that's exactly what he did. Caruso stepped up. Anthony Davis finally played like he was supposed to, dunking on folks. Been 100% from the free throw line throughout the finals. He uh, yeah. only missed one free throw, I think. He's Crazy. Said. But, yeah, man, Danny Green, he <laughs> a lucky motherfucker. <laughs> it's crazy that people was giving him death threats, but you know if the Lakers ended up losing this series, you can, bro. He might have had to retire. The yeah. whole league would be booing him. Every city he would go to, he would be getting booed. But ain't that My- a bitch though? Ain't that a bitch? Because he wouldn't have caught the flack, but they would have never looked at what Anthony Davis wasn't doing in those matchups. Like the the games that the Heat won. Bam was locking his ass up. There was like moments where Jimmy like Butler, eight, two, because yeah, yeah, some of them, yeah, yeah. Man, and, yeah. I, I, but I, the but the blame would have all went on Danny Green, man. I got a question for you, Killer. Who's more annoying in this moment, Laker fans or LeBron fans? Because there's two different fashions here. Because a lot of Laker fans don't even like LeBron because they're a yeah. Kobe guy. But right, they, right. they they fuck with Bron because he's a Laker and they just got him a championship. But yeah. the Le- the LeBron fans, like Dizzle, they're like banner waving, like, we got championship number four. We're coming for more. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So who and, – and then the Laker fans who aren't LeBron fans, yeah. we got 17, we got 17. Who's more annoying at this point? Now, I am a LeBron fan, but I'm going right. to have to go and say that the LeBron fans are more annoying because yeah. I hate, I hate seeing like, all day today. It's like <laughs> charts, you know, <laughs> this guy played against this many Hall of Famers, this guy played against this many defensive first teams. Like, man, we all know, <laughs> we all know, like the best one I've seen is like Jordan the GOAT. Kobe the Mamba, LeBron is great. You know what I'm saying? Like, like just let it, just let it go. Like, we can't compare all three. We can't, we can't keep putting this. Like, LeBron wins six. It's not gonna be the same because he won them with six different teams. You know, LeBron. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, it just gotta stop. Like, let just let them both be dope. And I get, I just get burnt out of like having to like people know I'm a LeBron fan. So then I I get flooded with what you think. What you yeah. think. Like everybody want me to chime in too with these charts and these posts that people are spreading and then 
somebody, you know, make a long post and they got 40 comments and then you get tagged by four people. And it's like, nah, man, I'm not, I'm not interested. <laughs> to Le- be LeBron perfectly fan. honest, I'm on the other side. Yeah, I am more annoyed with the Laker fans. I'm more annoyed with the Laker fans because for, let's say, LeBron has been in the league 17 years. So uh, 15 of LeBron's 17 years, they've hated him. Mm-hmm. They just like, he ain't better than Kobe. He ain't better than MJ. He only got his rings because he went to the Heat and teamed up with D-Wade. Kyrie hit the shot to win the game. He ain't shit. The second that shit hit triple zeros, nigga the king. Run, <laughs> nigga. Like, that shit I think is super suspect. Like, y'all don't fuck with this nigga, but he, because he went to y'all franchise, y'all fuck with him after the fact. Y'all ain't been fucking with him the whole time. My cousin, my cousin, D, he hates LeBron so much. He's a he's a Kobe stan. Kobe to the socks and draws. But he just, <laughs> He said he don't even give a fuck that the Lakers won. That's how much he don't like LeBron. Damn. And I, yeah, and I'm like, dude, you're a Lakers fan. Not, and he's like, man, I don't care. Fuck that nigga. But then uh, you got the other version of the Lakers. Kobe, Kobe's retired, been out of the league, homie RIP, and you still don't like LeBron? And, and this nigga mine, it go Jordan, Kobe, fuck everybody else. Uh, that That's <laughs> I work in that nigga mine. For me, man, you got to give LeBron his props. I know, like you saying, Killer, all these charts and graphs, and uh, it just gets so tedious, man. Yeah. And and I, I just, like, Justin Kenner, my guy, I co-host his show with him and everything like that. He loves to talk about this shit. And I, I'm surprised he didn't go crazy today when we was on the air. But <laughs> it's just like, man, like, dude, like, I saw so many Lakers slash LeBron fans or whatever they are. Couldn't not even enjoying the moment that they won the championship. Their first instinct was to see. I told you he was better. Jordan, <laughs> like you're not even enjoying the fact that you won. You want you you're yeah. searching for somebody to argue with as opposed to basking in the glory of being a champion. Like, dude. And then I'm I, over I, here. I'm thinking about next season. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't, it ain't I, even been 24 hours, and I'm trying to add up. Like, all right, who we got next year? It's gonna be the the Nets. You know what I mean? Where's we back? <laughs> So I'm already, I'm already not. My, my favorite moment, part of last night was how quick Jr. had the shirt off celebrating this shit. That <laughs> first shit nigga to grab the so, trophy had me so weak because it's like, and then he had on a sweater that like you know like it, I saw a shirt he had on where it's something like winners don't win from the sideline or something to that nature was like the, the, the sweater he had on. And I'm thinking to myself, man, you just got a whole chip from the sideline. Like, I don't know how he pulled it off, but he got another one. <laughs> and then Giannis's little brother getting the chip before <laughs> him. I know that nigga Saudi. Man, the white got to be Saudi. The white getting one in Orlando, but not with Orlando. That's pretty funny. Ooh. My boy Dion Waiters <laughs> getting one wearing motherfucking Nike jogging suits. Like, <laughs> like, nigga, like, man. That's how you know the NBA are cruel business, man. It's a cruel game. Niggas like Dion Waiters. He was going to yeah. get one. Yeah. Dion got, yeah, right. He got one. Fucking Eddie Curry got him a ring. Like, niggas like that got a ring. But fucking Charles Barkley ain't got one. Like, Patrick yeah. Ewing ain't got a ring. Like, damn. Like, these niggas got rings, but I don't. How? Yeah. 
Right. On the right Quint. place. Man, Quinn Cook got three of them things. Yeah, yeah, like everybody <laughs> talking about Bron got three rings with three different teams. So do Danny Green. And he a back-to-back <laughs> champ. Shouts out to Danny Green. Right. <laughs> out here living, man. Uh, real quick, man. Have y'all seen the meme that's going on? I'm sure y'all have. But the uh, how's it go? Uh, how it started and how it's going. I'm surprised yeah. we haven't seen a Dizzle version of that. I ain't doing shit right now. I ain't got no. Uh, <laughs> I ain't got no how I started. How how it's going now to to compare. I, I wouldn't even know what I would do that with. <laughs> right. I'm in my basement uh, all day, every day, working here, playing video games, and working out. It's all in my basement. <laughs> so, this is how it's going now. But shit. Likewise, likewise. I got I got this mountain of shoes and nowhere to fucking wear them. So shots out to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I don't wear the same sweater three straight podcasts. So you know, I'm, like out, I'm 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 hibernating. <laughs> man, it's gonna get even worse when it start getting cold, man. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's still yeah. decent weather, and I'm I'm chilling. But yeah, as soon as that first frost, I ain't going nowhere. Shut right. it down. Shut it down. So yeah, NFL man, we got a bad injury. Uh, Dak Prescott, freaking. Compound fracture in his ankle. That shit was sitting out sideways. Ooh. We got we got a former medic on the podcast, man. Yeah. Killer, what's it gonna take for Dak to recover, man? What's the deal? Man, that's a that's a they they say four. That's a strong six month injury. That's a com. He had a compound fracture, which means multiple fractures, like and an ankle dislocation. Oof. Um, I hate. I hate, I hate, I hate that that man bet on himself this year, and he going he's still gonna get a bag, but the bag could have been a real bag had things go yeah. well for him in 2020. Um, he had a, you know, a lot going for him, and uh, didn't didn't bet on himself, and uh, you know, shit happened. But that was just a terrible, terrible, terrible injury, terrible thing to you know see for him. Um, and even more so, the red rocket coming in to save his day. <laughs> Your just, boy. Just put the icing on the cake. Like, of, of course, Dalton coming in to try to win. <laughs> of course, he does. Like, that just put the icing on the cake for me. So, you know, I've never been a cow. I look at the Cowboys like the Lakers. Like, that's just one of the teams that everybody loved in my childhood. And I, and I stayed here with the Bengals and the Cavs. I was rooting for Icky Woods and Mark Price. What a, what a, <laughs> The dynasty of the Cowboys was coming alive, and, and and the Lakers was winning everything. It was Laker in Boston for a decade, so I wasn't a fan of it neither. But you know, it is what it is. That 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 could be back. He'll be back. Sure. Did y'all watch it? Yeah, I, I, had, well, I did watch it. I didn't see it. I was actually driving at the time, but uh, I saw the injury on my timeline by mistake. And I, was, I was about to say I, I didn't look. I, I scrolled past it every time I've seen a glimpse of it of it possibly showing that I go, but I can't watch no more of that shit, man. That shit make my stomach hurt. Yeah. I go I go through that exact thing and then the medic in me makes me look. Like I have to Ugh. watch it. Like yes. I rewind it. I rewind it and I wanna see it like I wanna see like the when it happened. Cause like when it happened, he grabbed it because it was facing the opposite direction it's supposed to be. And put it back in place. And when he let go, it had this like, like a uh, wiggle to gummy it. Like it worm. This, yeah, yeah. It didn't. 
when he let go, it let go. So I was <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> that's, that shit is all the way. It's just holding on by the skin at that point. So it's terrible. Yeah, man. We've seen so many brutal injuries. Like uh, homeboy Kevin Ware from Louisville when he pulled up for that three and his shit snapped on his leg. Um, back in back in the day, Joe Theismann, if you've never seen that one, Dizzle, go ahead and do your YouTubes. Uh, basically, uh, <laughs> Lawrence Taylor comes off the edge and his kneecap just like basically folds. I was uh, I was at the game when Gordon Hayward fucked his shit up. I was there. Ooh, oh, that's in, right. In Cleveland. That shit was nasty as fuck. Like, when you see one or two of them, you, you see them all. You don't need to see another <laughs> one. Fact, though. Fact, though. Yeah, so, my real. question for y'all, man. We all been athletic back in the day. At least for me and Killer was back in the day. Dizzle, you sure. still out here trying to do your one-two <laughs> thing, man. Give me some of y'all injuries, man. What's some brutal injuries you've sustained in your playing career? Oh. Uh, I started go, a go ahead. fourth grade say soccer. I had a hairline tibia <laughs> fracture, uh, kicking um, kicking a ball, and me and the dude, we both kicked each other. You know, we both missed the ball and <laughs> kicked each other, and I like had a hairline <laughs> fracture to my leg. Uh, that was fourth grade soccer. And then, fun, funny, I played golf in high school, but golf is the only sport I ever quit. So when I quit golf my junior year going into my senior year, I still I still had to play a sport. So I just like Trotwood. You know, Trotwood soccer, they always need a body. So I went, tried out for soccer, ended up making the goalie for soccer, uh, soccer team my senior year. Uh, third to last game, we in Greenville. I'm the goalie. We down like seven to one. You know, it's one of those ass beatings that Trotwood take in soccer most nights. And uh, the ball, I kicked it up in the air. I had to decide, am I going to go catch this ball or am I going to wait for the dude to kick it? So I go to go catch it. He's going to go kick it. And as I dive down to catch the ball, he kicks me square in the head. I wake up on the bus. So that, that was my worst high school injury. I got knocked out cold by a kick to the head. Um, don't remember too much afterwards. Literally don't know why I didn't go to the hospital. But somehow or another... When I came to, we was on the bus headed home. Like, we was headed back when I started realizing where I was at. What the fuck? <laughs> where you said this, this was not, high school? Y'all ain't this, had no, uh, who was the adult there? They didn't try to take you to no hospital? Or, I'm that's, all, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I must have. God damn. That's 1999 sports, man. The, the, the athletic guy, he, he, he was for the whole district. So, you know, you can't be everywhere at once. Drink some water. <laughs> Right. <laughs> My nigga said he woke up on the bus. <laughs> I was on man. the bus like, damn, this shit man, bad. Man, for me, <laughs> see, I got three. Uh, these ain't even like, well, the first one ain't even major. I broke my pinky. I don't even remember when, man. If y'all can see it, man, like it's like this little protruding oh, yeah. situation out there. So you got like, a I, bowling pin action going on. Yeah, I broke it. And, you know, <laughs> I never told my mom. Because I was out hooping late night where I shouldn't have been. So I never told her. So it healed wrong. So now my shit out here popping every time it rained and it feel all weird and shit. So I never got that fixed. Uh, another time I was at Wright State and I sprained my ankle. So you know what you do when you get a sprained ankle. Nothing serious or whatever. Now you you know, you put, up, you put some ice on it. I put some ice on it and I fell asleep. I woke up. 
fucking blister because of the ice on my ankle. <laughs> Damn. And I left it on there because I fell asleep with it on. So that's two. That was a dumbass move. And then three, the worst. Still. <laughs> yeah, I was knocked out. So the third one and the worst one, uh, back in my hooping days, I was hooping at the wild one day. Uh, Shout out to my, my dog, Jimmy Mack. We was hooping. And uh, this guy named Said, like, I'm going up for a layup or whatever. And, like, he came down and raked me in the face. And, like, he scratched me in the eye. And I'm like, damn, that shit hurt more than normal. Like, uh, first it felt like I got poked in the eye, but I actually got scratched. And I go into the bathroom, and it's like a little divot missing from my eye. Like, I looked, and I couldn't make it out because my eyes was still blurry. And I was like, nigga, is a fucking chunk of my eye missing? I fucking went home, like, my nigga Jimmy was like, nigga, you sure? He was like, nigga, yeah, nigga, it's a fucking chunk of your eye missing, nigga, you need to get the fuck up out of here. Wow. And, uh, I left or whatever, I ended up having to go to the eye doctor or whatever. Well, I'll go to the uh, emergency room, they gave me some, like, pain eye drops or whatever, like, yeah, it'll heal, you just gonna have to tough it out. And they basically gave me some Vicodin. I was taking the Vicodin for, like, <clears throat> days, that shit made me sick. I was throwing up because of the Viking or whatever. So I had to go to the eye doctor or whatever and give me a, a contact lens to put over it because every time I would blink, like the pain would be too fucking crazy. And yeah. I couldn't take the Viking in because I was getting sick off of it. So I had to call off work for like four or five days until it started to heal or whatever and keep that damn eye contact in. That shit was brutal, my nigga, because obviously you blink every five seconds. Like, you know yeah. what I'm so like that shit was horrible. Not not sports related, but I had LASIK eye surgery in like oh eight oh nine. Um, I had a DJ a gig Sunday. I had the surgery on Thursday. They do one eye at a time. So the Thursday I have surgery, I'm like they told me I couldn't DJ. I had to stay home for a week, but I had to get to this bag. I'm like three days. <laughs> I'm good. I'm in therapy cafe. I had just carried my stuff in. Wasn't supposed to be lifting nothing over fifteen pounds. I had broke all these rules. I wasn't there an hour, and the my LASIK eye surgery, they had to, like, peel back the first layer, correct it, and then that first layer heals back. Well, well, that shit sound nasty. I must have not let it heal properly because I was doing too much. It loosened up. So I'm, Ooh. like, 10, I'm 10, 30, 10, 45 in this gig, and every time I blink, it feels like a knife is going through my body. Oh. It's like excruciating. And shouts to Dr. Stahl. He's, he's a famous doctor. Hey! But that man came to my house at 2 in the morning to bring me eye drops because I called the emergency line and he heard the pain in my voice and he knew what it was. So shouts to him for coming through. God and damn. Me, he gave me a stern a stern cussing about going to DJ when I when he told me I shouldn't. But he, he looked out and gave me the medicine. So it, it it almost felt good that that doctor cared that much. So he's always been one of my favorites. Shit, I ain't got nothing near with none of y'all. Shit, <laughs> mild. I ain't never had. I think the worst thing, and I remember to this day, is I don't even know how old I was. I did like fourth grade. So whatever, however, however old you is, and in fourth grade, I'm playing football and I fucking hated it. I don't remember if I told y'all or not, but I was the quarterback. But I don't remember throwing touchdown passes, my nigga. I don't remember having a career touchdown pass. I always handed the ball off. And we did a HB toss pass. And we let the running back pass. Right. But I fucking hate him. 
football. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I prayed, and I was like, man, I don't want to play football. I was praying. The next practice, I injured my wrist and was just done for the season. I had a cast. And ever since then, I'm like, man, I got to be careful what I'm praying for, bro, because that shit that happened the next day. But <laughs> that was it, man. I, I think I, I don't know what happened, but I tackled somebody wrong, landed on my wrist, and just was out. Had a cast for the next couple months. Mm. And that was my football career. <laughs> that was it for you, boy. You could have been a Heisman Trophy winner, yo. Yeah. I'm too sc- <laughs> for one, I'm too skinny, man. I was out there skinny as fuck. Never throwing touchdown passes. That was not my calling, man. <laughs> that was not it. I was slow. Like it, I'm not that guy. <laughs> Oh man, well there it is, man. Another episode of You Can't Make This Up Podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey Dizzle. We out till next week. Peace. Peace. All right, pimps.